Good evening. Well, I don't know if the 5K put the preacher down or if y'all just preached him out this morning or if he's just punishing me for not being here this morning. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we're here. I thank y'all for being out tonight. Uh, as he's already said, do remember him uh, not only for whatever he's dealing with now, but for the week to come, the camp meet coming up. Uh, as we traveled up yesterday to uh, Brother Ashton's church for that wild game dinner, we talked a little bit. And, uh, you know, he's he's really burdened for the meeting uh, and, you know, um, rightly so, a little stressed about everything that comes along with planning a meeting like that. Um, but he does know that he's got a good church to back him and support him and help him uh I mean, as as long as I've known, the people in this church have been really good about uh, lending a helping hand, and I know that's a blessing to him as a pastor, and uh, Miss Lori as a pastor's wife, and uh, I know she's been a great help and a blessing to this church, just as our pastor has. Uh, just remember them in prayer, and uh, remember the meeting. Um, he shared, you know, his burden for just us praying. I don't know what he said about it this morning. I imagine he probably encouraged us to be praying for the meeting coming up. I know we spoke about that and uh, he kind of kind of helped impress it on my heart to really be praying for this meeting coming up, that it'll be a help to uh, Lighthouse Baptist Church, but also to those that will come in. Uh, I know we've mentioned it several times leading up to the meeting. It'd just be a blessing for uh, someone that's never sat in a meeting such as that to come and just really get under the spout of glory and get uh, get saved if they're lost or maybe get back to God if they've uh, maybe drifted away. <clears throat> um, I do covet your prayers for me tonight. Um, I have kind of been reading and, and studying in uh, the book of First Kings. That's where we'll be tonight in chapter 18. Um, I do not have uh, notes. I do not have an outline, uh, but I've just been studying in this and found several messages in this. Uh, I do have one written down uh, pretty much, but not really the way I feel to go tonight. So uh, I do just... Um, Covet your prayers, and we'll trust the Lord uh, to guide us tonight uh, in the message. I'll begin reading in verse 3. I think I'll read down to about verse number 7. Um, to begin with, I may go a little bit further uh, throughout the message, but I'll, I'll read that, and, and we'll get started into the message. Uh, again, that's First Kings chapter 18, uh, beginning in verse 3. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land unto all fountains of water and unto all brooks. Peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive, that we lose not all the beasts. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him. And he knew him and fell on his face and said, Art thou that, my Lord, Elijah? Lord, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to gather together in your house. Thank you for those that have come out tonight. Lord, we do pray you touch those that couldn't be here tonight. Pray you touch our pastor, God. Uh, just heal him, give him strength and encouragement. Lord, we do pray 
that you'll touch in the message tonight. Lord, hide me behind the cross. Lord, I do pray uh, that you would honor the time that I have studied in this. And uh, just uh, uh, in spite of, of the lack of, of notes and outline and things that I have, I pray, Lord, that you, God, would speak tonight. I pray, Father, for your touch and your presence, God, to be felt. I pray for your message to be preached and heard tonight. I pray you'd speak to our hearts, Lord. Uh, we just pray that you'll touch and uplift your people tonight. Give us what we stand in need of. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, the first thing I want to look at tonight, uh, go back in verse 3. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now, Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. So we see that Obadiah was a man with the fear of God in him. We see that Obadiah was a godly man. We see that there was a sense of fear of the Lord in him. We see where uh, when when Jezebel cut off the prophets, Obadiah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. So he took care of, of God's people. He was a godly man. He had the fear of the Lord in him. But sometimes as a child of God, as a Christian, as a preacher, as a singer, as a Sunday school teacher... We'll find ourselves out of touch with the Lord. We'll find ourselves in a place where we just can't seem to reach Him. And we may find ourselves in a place where we're seeking the things of this world and the fulfillment of the things of this world. And, and we may just get caught up in the things of this world. It's so easy to do. And we see throughout the Bible... We see people that were a man after God's own heart. We see people that went on to preach the word of God and serve the Lord Jesus. We see those very people, how they will deny the Lord, how they will fall back, how they will uh, be backslidden, how they will be out of touch with the Lord. And I think we see uh, stories such as that throughout this Bible so much just to remind us that no matter how godly you are or no matter uh, uh, what kind of person you are, we are still susceptible to sin and we're still susceptible to falling out of the will of God. But in all of these stories, we can also see God reach down and pull his people back up and bring them back into fellowship with him. And I praise God for that this morning. I want to look down at verse 5. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, go into the land. Unto all fountains of water, and unto all brooks, peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive, that we lose not all the beasts. So they divided the land between them, passed through it. Ahab went one way, Obadiah went another way by himself. And I read this, and, and my mind began to turn, and I see this as Obadiah going out into the land, going out into the world, and seeking things of this world to provide his needs. He went out into the land and looked in the uh, search for the brooks of water to provide for the cattle. He went out into the land. He went out into the world in search of what he stood in need of. Yet I believe that if he would have just went to God first, 
And how many how, how many times do you and I do that when 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 we need when we have a need in our lives? And and I understand that sometimes it's it's not just that we pray, dear Lord, I need a thousand dollars to pay this bill and he'll drop it in our hands. No, it, it usually doesn't work that way, though. I have heard uh, testimonies of a check coming in the mail out of the blue to provide a need for God's people. But sometimes it may be uh, your phone ring and you've got some work to do to provide that need. Uh, you may have to work for it, but God will provide. But I just I, I, I believe that if Obadiah had sought the Lord first, that he would have made a way. But I thank God that even when we uh, tend to get caught up in seeking the things of this world to provide our needs and to to fulfill the need, a need that we have, that oftentimes God will still meet us in that way. God will come to where you and I are at. And, and and help us to get back to him. And we see this in verse 7. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him and fell on his face and said, Art thou that my Lord, Elijah? Elijah was the man of God here. He met Obadiah in the way that he was in. And I thank God tonight that when you and I may get caught up in our own ways, we may fall out of the will of God. We may find ourselves searching the things of this world to fulfill a need that we have. We may find ourselves caught up in the in the activities in this life and the uh, the things in this life, the people in this life. Uh, I, I know sometimes it can be easy to to lean on or trust in a pastor for everything. Uh, and I know that there is a time and a place to uh, seek counsel from the pastor or from a brother or sister in Christ. But, but sometimes we may get caught up in uh, almost worshiping the man uh, instead of the creator. And we may get caught up in uh, our job providing our needs. Uh, when it is the Lord that has provided that job. But I thank God tonight that even when we get caught up in our own ways and we get caught up in the things of this world, seeking uh, worldly things to provide for us, uh, He can meet us in that way and He can bring us back into fellowship with Him and He can get us back on that path that He has set out for us. I'm going to go on uh, and, and read a little bit further and get into some more of this. And he answered, verse number 8, and he answered him, I am, go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And he said, what have I sinned that thou wouldest deliver thy servant into the hand of Ahab to slay me? As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom whither my Lord hath not sent to seek thee. And when they said he is not there, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. So in this time, the, the people had taken an oath. And what that oath meant in that time was that they would kill that man who said that they saw Elijah and he was not there. And verse number 11, And now thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here, and it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the Spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he shall slay me, but I thy servant fear the Lord from my youth. Was it not told, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord, how I hid an hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water? So I see here Obadiah, we saw 
in chapter in verse number three that he was a man that feared the Lord. But we see now here in verse uh, twelve that he had a fear of Ahab. He was a man that feared God, but he had allowed fear of man to creep in. He had allowed fear of being slain by Ahab hinder him proceeding with the will of God. Here is God's man has come to Obadiah and told him to go tell Ahab that Elijah is here. Yet he allowed his fear of Ahab hinder him from proceeding in the will of the Lord. And and then what does he do? I think something that sometimes you and I will often do as well. As he said, was it? Was it not told, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord? How I hid an hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. So what he did was he reverted back to his past, something that he had done for God in his past. And it's almost as if he was holding to that to show and to prove that he feared the Lord. But in this very moment, obviously, there was a fear of man in him. But he reverted back to something that he had done for the Lord in his past. And he said, am, am I not a man that has done this? Have, have I not hid these prophets? Have I not done the Lord's work in doing this? And I think sometimes that you and I can find ourselves doing this as well. There may be a moment we may uh, uh, be in a place in our lives where God is, is nudging us to do something. Uh, maybe God is, is putting the pressure on. Maybe God is wanting one of us to step out into step out of our comfort zone. But we'll revert back to something that we've already done as an excuse that we've already done what the Lord has asked us to. That that we we are a child of God. That we are in the Lord's will because remember I did this back here. But what about the very moment that the Lord is nudging you to do something? Obadiah had allowed the fear of man to creep in, though we see back in verse number three that he was a man that feared the Lord greatly. And this just shows you and I tonight that no, no matter who you are, no matter where you are as a child of God, other things can creep in. The fear of man can creep in and hinder us from doing the work of the Lord. And I, as I just can't help but to think about this camp meeting coming up, uh, and I just, I wonder if we have not allowed fear, and I'm, I'm guilty of not inviting people to this camp meeting as I ought to. But I wonder if some of us had allowed, have allowed fear to creep in that we have not went out and invited people to this meeting, invited uh, uh, co-workers to this meeting, invited uh, family members to this meeting, invited them to church. I just, sometimes we allow the fear of man to creep in when we ought to just fear the Lord. But I say we see here that this man, Obadiah, was a man who feared the Lord greatly, yet and still he allowed the fear of man to creep in. So I don't want to beat us over the head tonight with that. Because, as I said previously, we see throughout the Bible 
great men of God and great women of God that that fell out of the will of God and struggle with things in their lives. And we have this great book, the Word of God, uh, uh, and many of these stories throughout here are examples to show you and I that we will fail, that we will fall, but that God will still meet us in that place. And I thank God that He is willing to meet a lost man. I thank God that He met me where I was and that I didn't have to try to crawl out of the hole in the pit that I was in to get to him, but he reached out that outstretched arm and pulled me out of where I was at. And I thank God tonight that when you and I are out of the way, we are out of the will, that he will still come and meet us. And I thank God that he's still saving lost souls tonight. And I pray that that we can be encouraged tonight to try to reach out into the community, to try to draw some lost people into this meeting uh, where they can feel the presence of God, to try to draw some people in this community into this church where they can feel the presence of God. Try to draw some some men to that lost and found meeting where they can feel the presence of God. I wonder how often we allow fear of man to hinder us from going and doing God's work. I'll be the first to say I'm guilty of it. I have been so scared to go and to speak to someone that I would I would just leave wherever I was at. If I was at a gas station and someone walked by and I felt God just nudge my heart to go speak to them, and I just pulled off from that place, and there was just an unsettling. I'll, I'll tell you this from personal experience. It's a much greater feeling to just step out in faith and go and, and, and do what the Lord has asked of you than it is to shy away from Him. It's a much better feeling to just do as he asks. And I, I understand that we allow uh, uh, fear to, to creep in sometimes. And just as as human, our human nature, we're not going to be perfect. But I do uh, I do pray that tonight this will kind of help us to set aside that fear of man that we may have sometimes. Uh, verse 14, and now thou sayest, go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here and he shall slay me. And Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself unto him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. So finally we see here, and sometimes God will do this with you and I, Elijah just kind of kept on, persisted that Obadiah go tell Ahab. So finally Obadiah did break down and he said, okay, I'll go tell him. And sometimes, I know several times, that has been me. God has had to tell me two or three times to do something before I would actually go and do it. And I, I know I've, I've heard the statement, delayed obedience is still disobedience. But are we thankful tonight that God will, God is long-suffering? That God will give us another chance? That God will, uh, will, will wait it out for you and I to be obedient to Him? I know I thank God that he waited on me when I was lost out in this world. I'd been in so many services in this church where God moved and where he uh, He saved lost souls. And, I mean, I saw the works of God moving in this place, and then I left from it. And then 10, 12, 13 years later, he, he, he found me in that pit that I was in, and he pulled me out. I thank God that he is long-suffering. I thank God that he doesn't just give us one chance. I thank God that he 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 knows who will come to him. And I'm not y'all know better than me preaching a 
that there are a chosen few that will be saved. It's a whosoever will salvation. But the Lord does know already who is going to come and who is not. But I thank God that he is long-suffering and that when when we're a lost man out in sin, that he knows what it takes in our lives to break and to come to him. And I thank him that he loved me enough to allow some things to transpire in my life to get me to that point and to that place where I was broken and I was ready to submit my life to him. And I thank God that as a child of God, that he'll allow some things to take place When we're out of His will, He'll allow some things to take place sometimes to show us, to reveal to us that we are out of the way. That we are seeking the things of this world to provide what we need. And, and that we may, we may try to pull up something that we've done in our past for God to justify what we're doing today. But I thank God that He will meet us in that way. That He will bring us back into fellowship with Him. And that He will give us the strength and the power of God to keep on going for Him, to keep pressing on for Him. And I, I, I look, this is a, a different message. I won't really go into it, but just kind of related to that. You keep reading in First Kings, and you see Elijah, how how the great man of God he is, yet he goes on to get discouraged. But then God sets him down, and he feeds him and provides for him, and gives him the strength to keep on going, to keep pressing on for him. And I know that this camp meeting coming up for us oftentimes is that place where God will just set us down for a little while, and he'll meet with us and give us the strength to go on until until the next meeting. But uh, can I say that we ought to be... Uh, be, be hungry, not only when this meeting comes up, but every Sunday, every Monday morning, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, each day of the week, we ought to want to be hungry for the Word of God. And I understand that most everyone in here, we work a secular job and we're not uh, sitting at our desk studying the Word of God as our pastor does. And I thank God that he is able to study as he does and that he has a hunger for God as he does. But I wonder if if you and I would take some time, uh, any time that we can, any time that we have, and get in the Word of God and get hungry for God. If we'll get hungry for God just for this meeting and keep that going, I wonder what God will do. If we'll just get hungry for Him and, and try to get, get ourselves right with the Lord before this meeting, try to get ourselves hungry for God uh, in the will of God before this meeting, wonder what He might do in this meeting. If we'll get hungry to see some lost people saved, we'll get hungry to get ourselves as close to God as we can get, uh, to see some family members saved. I just pray tonight that this will help us and encourage us to know that even when we do shy away from the will of God, when we find ourselves on our own path, seeking the things of this world for, uh, for comfort, for joy, and for providence, that God can still meet us and, and allow us to fall on our knees and get back right with Him. And that he'll give us the strength that we need to keep pressing on for him. And he'll give us just what we need and just when we need it. I thank God that he knows the timing. He knows when the timing is right. He does not operate on the timetable as you and I do. He said Christ died for the ungodly in due time. And I think on that and look back at all of those that died in the Old Testament without having a Savior to call on. And I think I've mentioned this in a message before, but I just believe that there are more people, that the population is greater 
since the death and the resurrection of the Lord than there was before. And God always sees that bigger picture. He always sees the greater vision. And I thank God for that. I do just want to encourage us tonight to seek the Lord, to be in prayer for this camp meeting. And if, if, if there's something that's just not quite right in our hearts, I pray that Lord will help us to get that right before this meeting. And I understand that this meeting is oftentimes a great place to get some things right with the Lord. Uh, and, and I'm thankful that that's, I've seen that happen several times. But if we'll get, as Lighthouse Baptist Church, if we'll get right with God, if we've got something unsettled with Him, if we'll get right with Him before this meeting, wonder what He might do in this meeting. And I do uh, encourage us all to be in prayer for the meeting. Be in prayer for one another. Those that couldn't be here tonight, be in prayer for them.